Welcome to the BK Talks Business Podcast. I'm your host, BK, and I am a female entrepreneur with a passion for international business and entrepreneurship. I've run businesses in the Middle East where I've lived for the past 10 years, as well as in my home country, Botswana. I am so excited to bring you this podcast that celebrates the entrepreneurial spirit of women in Africa, the Middle East, and everywhere in between. Whether you are already running a business or just considering taking the leap, this podcast is for you. Get ready for some laughs, some insider secrets, and some business breakthroughs that just might change the way you think about entrepreneurship. I cannot wait to hear about your entrepreneurial journey. So whether you're in a bustling, beautiful city like Abu Dhabi or a smaller, quieter town in Southern Africa, grab your favorite drink, get comfortable and join me on this journey of growth and empowerment. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get started. Hey there, friend, and welcome to the first episode of the BK Talks Business Podcast. This has been in the works for a long time and in preparing for this first episode I thought long and hard about why I wanted to do this what do I have to say who am I saying it to and does anyone even care but uh, a strange thought recently occurred to me the other day and it struck me as interesting you know I've been fortunate enough in my life to be surrounded by really amazing people. I remember even in high school, all my friends were quite exceptional, whether it was academically or in sport or even socially. I was surrounded by great girls. I think about my life right now and the women around me. And I think the same thing. I'm surrounded by exceptional women. And I have I, that this has always been true from the time you know I moved to Oman and now that I'm back in Botswana I'm in circles where there are fearless bold ambitious women that to be honest I've asked myself what am I doing here <laughs> when did I get invited to the big girls table uh, I was sitting in a mastermind a few weeks ago and we were working through our word of the year. I sat there listening to these women sharing words like courage, abundance, consistency, ease, accomplish, and so many other inspiring words. And I sat there and I thought, huh, this is my community, women in business that are going after their dreams and goals. Yes, they may be going after them with a little bit of fear, maybe a bit of uncertainty, but in spite of all that, they're going after their dreams with tenacity and boldness. And I thought, this is my community, and I am part of these women who do hard things, things that scare them, but they do them anyway. So I, I thought, hey, I am, I am part of this community of bold, fearless, courageous women. So I can hit record and do the hard thing. So here I am. <laughs> here I am. Part of my amazing community um, commits to push 
each other. We commit to push each other out of our comfort zones. So we grow and we reach our goals and maybe even surprise ourselves along the way. One of the things that I'm really excited about in this first episode of the podcast is um, the conversations around business and entrepreneurship, Um, not only in Botswana, where I am recording this episode right now, but around the world. I've been so fortunate to have lived in the Middle East for the past 10 years, like I said, Um, and I left Botswana having worked in the non-profit project management world. But when I got overseas, continuing with that path, um, career path wasn't really feasible. I needed to pivot and I needed to pivot fast. And so I started my first business and it really, then it wasn't about the money. It was just something to give me and my hands and my brain something to do so i started making and selling jewelry and this evolved into a handmade jewelry brand i was able to expand that to the uae and then to Botswana, and it was really a time i had so much fun with this it gave me the opportunity to learn the fundamentals of running a business you know the planning the budgeting forecasting, managing inventory, branding, marketing, sales, customer service. I mean, I did all the things. I was wearing all the hats. It was hard, but it was so rewarding. And that's what got to me, that feeling of having (laughs) fought and won. That's when I caught this entrepreneurial bug and I was hooked Over the years, I've added a fine art business and a business management business to my portfolio. So I paint and I sell my paintings online. And my most recent business um, endeavor is my productivity design and system curation business. I'm an online business manager and we'll be talking a lot about that part of my work in this podcast because business productivity and systems are what I've seen can make or break a business no matter what industry you're in. So we're going to be talking about systems, operational, personal, financial, um, and a whole lot of other things that if not done right could leave your legacy done, finished. You know, I'm hoping that um, with each episode, I'm going to leave you with actionable steps that you can take and implement, whether it's in thought processes or in the tech or with your team. I want to give you as much value as possible so that this is a resource you can come back to whenever you need the support and the guidance. And I'm so glad you are joining me. You know, I shared with my business group here in Botswana that I was starting this podcast because I have a voice and I'd like to use it. You know, I am a self-described introvert, so I typically love to listen more than I want to talk but I'm also a business owner. One of the things you do in business, especially when you're starting out, is you talk about your business. You tell people about yourself, why you started your business, all that good stuff. 
Networking is a contact sport and there is constant push to look for a platform where you can speak and share and educate so that people can know you and know what you do and what you sell and who you serve. So I decided I'm just going to build my own platform and make it available for other entrepreneurs to speak about their businesses. You know, I once heard somebody say in a masterclass that I've attended, um, she said, stop waiting for the media to find you. Become the media. So (laughs) this is me becoming the media, becoming that platform where you will hear from some amazing female business owners from various countries in Africa, the Middle East, and of course, right here in Botswana. What I want to talk about today is very closely related to what I've shared already. Um, It directly affects how we as female business owners show up, not only among our peers, but in larger platforms that have the potential to challenge the confidence that we have on our expertise and our experience. I mean, in the build-up and creation of this podcast, it became a real challenge for me to move past the planning stage to the implementation because I was suddenly hit with analysis paralysis. I found myself overthinking everything. Every detail was suddenly so important. I resisted pushing record. And I'm pretty self-aware. I know when there is a thing behind the thing that needs to be addressed. Well, most, well, most of the time. And in this case, I knew that there was another underlying reason other than wanting to produce a good product, which of course I did. But the failure to move past that meant that there was something else at play. And the truth is, I doubted that I was qualified to have a podcast. I mean, who's going to listen to me, right? That Do I even have anything smart to say? And I thought of, I'm sure there are very many businesswomen out there with decades of experience running multiple, six, seven, even eight-figure businesses. Surely I should be one of them before I start talking about business. I'm sure you know where this is going. I'm going to be talking about today, imposter syndrome. How many times have you had that nagging voice in your head that tells you that you are not good enough, you're not smart enough or experienced enough to be where you are? I certainly know how that feels. It's that feeling that you're only a few steps away from being exposed as a fraud. Does that sound familiar? If it does, my friend, you are not alone. Because research has shown that imposter syndrome is particularly common among high-achieving women, especially in male-dominated fields like science, technology, engineering, maths, and finance. And you better believe it, it shows up in business as well. In fact, I was reading the other day one study um, conducted among female students in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics found that more than 70% of participants reported experiencing imposter syndrome at some point in their academic careers. 
there was another study of female executives. They found that imposter syndrome was associated with lower levels of job satisfaction and high levels of burnout. So research has also suggested that imposter syndrome is linked to factors such as perfectionism, fear of failure, and the societal messages that downplay the accomplishments of women and girls. And I am so grateful that in the recent um, in recent years there have been increased conversation around the impact of imposter syndrome on women's careers and mental health. Initiatives such as mentorship programs, workshops, and training sh- sessions have been specifically crafted for the sole objective of helping women overcome these feelings that they're not as awesome as they really are. And you know what happens when you are, you know, when you have something in your mind, you kind of see this topic everywhere. So I was on LinkedIn recently and I saw an article about imposter syndrome. And this lady was an imposter syndrome educator and a coach and she write, uh, wrote about the five different types of imposter syndrome and how they present themselves i will make sure to link the article in the show notes if you want to read it it's a really good article so she goes through explaining five different types of imposter syndrome um, the first one being the perfectionist You know, people in this category often feel like they have to be perfect in everything they do. They really struggle with making mistakes and you'll find that they set exceptionally high standards for themselves. One thing that keeps them stuck is the over planning, over preparing and this overthinking either about presenting something perfectly or beating themselves up for missing the mark that they have set. So the second type is the superwoman. These ladies often feel like they have to do everything. They push themselves. They overcommit. They overachieve. They work harder and harder in order to feel like they are worthy among their peers. And so what ends up happening is that they take on too much responsibility They fear that being found out. They fear being found out as frauds when they can't keep up with their demanding workload. So the number three type of imposter syndrome this article goes through is the natural genius. So people who experience imposter syndrome as natural geniuses feel like they've somehow tricked others into thinking they're more talented or more intelligent than they really are. They fear being exposed as frauds and they feel this intense pressure to perform at a high level because that's the expectation. And so type number four is the soloist. These individuals feel like they have to do everything alone. They're afraid of asking for help, admitting that they don't know, that they don't have all the answers. So instead of asking for help, they try to do everything themselves. And what ends up happening is that instead of sharing the work with the team, 
with a partner, they overburden themselves with tasks and projects that they may not even need to be doing. The fear here is that they'll be exposed as frauds if they rely on others. And type number five, which is the final one, the expert. Individuals in this category feel like they're, they're just faking their knowledge and skills and fear being found out as frauds. They may struggle with, with self-doubt and insecurity despite having extensive experience and expertise in their field. These are the type of people who will not send in their application if they do not meet every single one of the requirements listed on the advert. This blew my mind. Did you identify yourself in any of these? Because I saw myself in every single one. I could think of specific instances where perfectionism was quite literally debilitating or when I was trying so hard to maintain my expert or genius status that it overshadowed my being a work in progress and that's okay. And right now in this moment, I know enough to get the job done and get it done well. As a female business owner, all of these may show up. Even when you are at the top and your business is making six, seven figures, you might still be dealing with doubting your abilities to maintain your success. You may question your decisions or downplay your accomplishments. You might even attribute your amazing success to luck or timing or the hard work of others instead of your own skills and efforts. And this is like poison, which steadily leads to anxiety, stress, and burnout. But don't worry, my friend. There are ways to overcome imposter syndrome, get unstuck, and own your space completely and unapologetically. So let me give you a few tips to get you started because these really helped me push through all these negative feelings. Number one, acknowledge your feelings. Recognize that imposter syndrome is a real phenomenon and that you are not alone in experiencing it. Just like a superhero needs a sidekick, you can connect with other business owners who understand what you're going through who can encourage, challenge, or pull you through until you get through it and do that hard thing that has been scaring you. Number two, reframe your negative thoughts. Instead of focusing on what you don't know and what you haven't accomplished yet, remind yourself that of what you do know and the successes that you've already achieved. Listen, You are a boss for a reason. It takes an incredible amount of courage and stamina to keep going in business. It's not all smooth sailing. And the fact that you weather the storms year in and year out, fighting for your dreams, that, my friend, is worth celebrating. Number three, get or set achievable goals. By breaking down larger goals into smaller, manageable tasks, you'll feel more confident in your abilities and be able to celebrate your successes along the way. 
you know, I am a huge advocate for celebrating the small wins because they lead us to celebrating the big wins. Number four, surround yourself with support. Seek out a mentor or a support, a supportive community who can provide encouragement and perspective. Don't be afraid to ask for help. I'm so thankful to be part of some amazing female business communities. I am with like-minded women who are at various levels of business. So I can look ahead of others and be encouraged. I can look back at those who are a little bit behind me and encourage them. Tip number five, practice self-care. One of my mantras is self-care is not selfish. Take care of your physical, mental, and emotional well-being. This reduces stress and helps build your resilience. There's a reason we are told on the airplane to put our own masks on before we can think of helping somebody else with theirs. It's because that without our source of oxygen, we won't be useful for very long to help somebody else. So treat yourself to that massage. Get outside for a walk. Go indulge in a little retail therapy. Do what you need to keep yourself healthy mentally and physically so you can shine professionally. And lastly, if imposter syndrome is paralyzing you to the extent that it affects your work or personal life, consider then seeking professional help. Support from a therapist or a coach or a mentor can help can help you put things into perspective for you to help you see that you are capable, you are competent, you are confident. Even if you find something challenging, you are more than able to figure it out and excel. Something that is helping me fight these feelings of imposter syndrome is changing my internal narrative, you know, catching the negative things I'm saying to myself and replacing those with things that are more positive, more empowering thoughts and phrases. So whenever I catch myself saying, I don't belong here, I'm not smart enough, I shut that down and replace that with, I do belong here. The seat at this table is reserved specifically for me because I am capable and competent. You know, this has been so empowering as I learn to dispute the negative phrases and I learn to speak confidence. It does sound strange at first, but I keep practicing it until it becomes my natural language. If you feel like you need some help changing your narrative, if you need a guide to disrupt the voice of imposter syndrome, then you can grab my free Take Charge of Your Narrative resource that will be linked in the show notes. Um, This is a practical way to flip the script on what we've been telling ourselves and to stand in our power with confidence. All right, my friend, thanks for hanging out with me. I hope you got some valuable information um, that you can apply to your own business mindset. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Uh, Please leave a review on your favorite platform. 
Your feedback will help grow and improve this show so that it reaches more entrepreneurs like you. And don't forget, head over to the show notes to grab your free resource. Thanks again for taking time to listen. Remember, stay curious and creative and we'll talk again soon. Bye.